Hi, everyone. This is Nori, and you're listening to the Tell Your Story segment of the SoCon podcast. So today, I am very excited to share my friend Stenson John Baptiste, otherwise known as Steny, with you, so that he can share his journey to pursuing a true relationship with God and what that has looked like for him. So go ahead, Steny, introduce yourself. Hi everyone, my name is Stenson Jean-Baptiste, aka Stenny. Um, I am 31 years old and I have been a member of the Southern Connecticut Church of Christ for 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021. Alright, three years. Yeah, three years. Um, I am here to share my story about how I uh, came to Christ. Um, for the second time, um, and um, I have I was born in Stanford. Um, I moved to Stratford when I was about eleven years old, and um, I ended up going to Southern Connecticut State University, which is where I um, met um, some brothers from the Greater Hartford Church. Um, and um, that's where I first started to study the Bible um, and when, when I was a freshman in college. Um, and, uh, yeah. Awesome. So how did you start studying the Bible? I know you said that you met with some brothers and they kind of, like, what did that process look like? Um, so I had an RA and one of my RAs was um, letting me know about a, uh, a Bible Bible study, Bible talk, Bible study group that they were having in the basement of our um, dormitory. And um, I thought it was interesting. So I was like, all right, I'll go check it out and see what it's about. Um, And I went over there and the people were cool. Um, It it was very small. It wasn't a lot of people. It was probably like, I think, two or three people to start with. Um, And then there was one um, uh, person that was guiding it and, and leading the study. Um, and I went and he let me know what days they usually do it. Um, so I went the first, the first time and then, um, it was interesting. So I was just like, uh, I, I think the next week came by and my RA was asking me, Hey, are you going to come? And I was like, uh, I'll think about it. And then I might've <laughs> missed the second one, might've made the second one, but then it started to be consistent. Cause I started obviously getting a relationship with my RA. Mm-hmm. I started to tell some of the people I was hanging out with, ask them if they wanted to come. Uh, I think one of them started to come, um, and it was it was cool. It was just like kind of like us just studying the Bible, um, getting to know it a little bit deeper, and mm-hmm. it, was, it was something different um, for me because I I grew up going to church, um, but church wasn't like, it was like not a, like an emphasis to be like reading the Bible every day, praying all the time. Um, so this was just um, a, a different exposure to the mm-hmm. Bible for me. Um, it was like right in the beginning stages of me like not being home with brothers and sisters like on my own in college um again this was freshman year so um it it was just different it was cool and um um, I started to just keep going it was like a consistent thing that we were doing every week so I was like all right cool um let's study the bible and and I always had a like a sense of like I guess spirituality you could say Mm -hmm. like I always was interested in God and um, interested in the Bible and how that correlates to, to my life, you know, why I had to go to church every, every week when I was growing mm-hmm. up, like, yo, what, what was the emphasis with my parents wanting to do that? 
So um, I thought it was interesting, so I just kept going. Um, so eventually, um, the study started to get like actually deeper. Mm-hmm. So um, and then it wasn't until like later that I realized, all right, this is kind of like a series of studies that is leading up to something, mm-hmm. uh, which was fine with me and it was cool. Um, so I was just going with it, you know. And yeah. I was like, all right, cool. These studies are are cool, and and we were starting to get deep, deeper and deeper. Um, and as I was uh, building this relationship with these with these brothers, it was um, it was cool to to experience. It was different to experience, mm-hmm. but um, I was down for it. So I, I just kept going. That's know? cool. Um, long story short, we. Did a bunch of studies. Mm-hmm. Um, we ended up getting to the end of uh, the studies, um, and one of the one of the brothers I was uh, studying with ended up uh, making the decision to to get baptized. Right. So I think I was at work somewhere on campus, and I got a text that said, um, "Hey, this guy is going to get baptized today." Um, and I think I was at the end of the studies as well. So like me and him were kind of like. We were studying together, so uh-huh. um, we were pretty much both done at the same time. But me, personally, I wasn't feeling like I was ready to get baptized. Right. I was like, right. all right, cool. Uh, he wants to get baptized, so like, <laughs> I, I want to support him, and, uh, and I'm down to go. <laughs> right. Um, and then, mind you, one of the brothers that was studying with us before, I believe, got baptized already. Mm. Um, so I witnessed one, and then... Um, this brother that we were studying with um, was the next one. Um, but the, the person that was studying with us, um, that was guiding us through the studies, um, he was like, I think he was probably just joking around, but he was like, hey, bring your towel um, <laughs> just in case you want to get dipped in too. And I was like, that's not a bad idea, you know? So, <laughs> that's not a bad idea. So I did bring a towel. I brought a change of clothes. And I was like, um, I don't think I'm ready, but let's see what happens. You know, let's see where the spirit takes me. Um, so, um, I went to the, went to the baptism. I forgot who I rode up with, but I rode up with some brothers and we went over to the baptism. And as I got there, I was just like, wow, um, he's really making this decision to Mm -hmm. get baptized. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, like, what is stopping me from getting baptized? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but then I'm also thinking to myself, like, um, am I ready for this? You know, am I ready for this commitment? Um, Am I ready to um, to embark on this journey? You know, am I ready to allow God to just to use me how He wants me to be used? And um, but in the in the other side of my head, like the back of my head, was like, um, if I if I die tomorrow, you know, like we right. get in a car accident on <laughs> right. home. If I die tomorrow, like I'm not a disciple, like I'm not going to heaven. Hmm. Um, so I was like battling both of those thoughts. Right. Um, as I'm going to this baptism, as I'm there, you know, literally I'm there. And I'm thinking about this, and I'm like um, talking to the person that that uh, that has been studying with us, and he's right. like, "Yo, kind of, let's go. Like, you ready? Like, you can get in this water too." And I'm like, "Yo, I don't know what decision to make." And right. I kind of felt like I was like, it was it was kind of being pushed on me to like, "Yo, make a decision on the spot." Obviously, it wasn't, but I I felt that way. Right. Um, so I went to the bathroom, and obviously we've been studying about praying and all of this. So I went to pray. And I was just like, um, I kind of prayed a prayer to, to say, God, if this is the time that you want me to do this, then, then let's do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got out the bathroom and I was, and I was like excited. I was like, yo, I'm ready. Let's get it. 
Game I was face. like, yo, we here, <laughs> we here, we here. So, um, uh, I, get, I ended up getting baptized that day. So, uh, I was at the Greater Hartford Church, mm-hmm. um, and, um, stood in front of the church. I think it must have been a midweek because I think it was like a Wednesday. Okay. So it must have been a midweek or something. Um, and then everybody was there, obviously, that was going to encourage um, the people getting baptized. Um, so I stood in front of the church and I had like a whole like spiel that I that I shared. Um, and then I ended up going first. Um, I oh, believe. Wow. I believe I went first. I might have went first or I might have went second. We both got baptized on the same day. <laughs> but... Um, um, I believe I went first, I shared first, and then he shared, and then, um, we got baptized, um, and then, and then it was a cool experience, you know, everybody was happy, you know, everybody was giving me, giving me a lot of love, encouragement, um, but I went home that same night, and then when I was alone, it was just like, I felt, like, sick to my stomach, like I was gonna throw up, like, I didn't, like, I never felt like this before, but I felt, like, sick to my stomach, and I was just in my thoughts even more, just thinking like, yeah, did I make the right decision? Right. Um, did I do this just because because I because like, I'm thinking of life and death type right. of thing? And I was just like, did you understand what baptism meant when that happened? Like, did you know that like, okay, this is supposed to like lead to something? Um, I don't think. I think I I I understood that, but I, I didn't really like feel that. You know, like mm. I think my maturity level was like just let me make a decision versus right. let me see how this thing makes me feel right um and then after after actually doing it i was just i think i had an understanding that i made the wrong decision mm. right then and there like like that wasn't like you weren't supposed to do it that way right um because all of the feelings came to me at once like now like this is this is real you know mm-hmm. so um I was up all night just kind of thinking that, kind of like not feeling good. Um, and then the next day, I was just kind of like, wow, I got baptized yesterday. You know? Right. Um, and it was um, it was like kind of like a scary feeling, but kind of like, I'm, all right, since I, since I did this, let's make sure that I, that I stick to it. Right. You know? Let's make sure standard. that I, yeah, let's, let's do what we got to do. So um, I started to get together with, uh, with some of the... Um, uh, the brothers we were studying, um, and, uh, not too long after, I think it was, it was close to the end of the semester, so, like, it was probably, like, a couple weeks later, I was just, like, nah, I I can't really do Mm. this, you know, and I know the brothers were, they were heavily encouraging me to, like, hey, you got this, you know, they were, like, I'm in the fight with you, um, they were even, they knew that I was gonna be, uh, home for the summer I think mm-hmm. uh, in like the Bridgeport Stratford area so they were trying to set me up with people in that area to make right. sure that I stick to uh, to the standard and, and just have people there to, to fight with me and support yeah. me and um, they were they were doing that and they were setting it up for me and um, I was just kind of like I don't think that I'm I'm ready for all of this you know? right I just kind of felt like overwhelmed and almost pressured you know mm. like I, I kind of felt pressured from from the baptism right um so in my heart i kind of started i guess you could say i held like a grudge towards them um and feeling like they pressured me to do something that Mm. i didn't want to do right um but not until like now i 
understand like they were just really just encouraging me to right. like, stay in the fight and stay um with with the body right know? so um i got baptized probably like two three weeks like i was just like i'm not associating with with these people um i don't really want to um uh to to dive in the way that they they, they want me to so um over the years, I still had somewhat of a connection with God, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, it wasn't like I completely left reading the Bible, you know. Right. I didn't completely leave um, praying mm-hmm. away, you know. I was still praying. Um, I went back to uh, my the old church that I was going to, so I wasn't attending the uh, Church of Christ um, services and stuff. So I went back to my old church, but then obviously I ended up falling back into the the old patterns of what I used to do, um, going to church on Sundays, but not really following, um, the word, you know, not applying it, um, to my life or anything like that. And, um, I remember going to that church and like feeling like, um, am I supposed to take communion Mm. because I got baptized? Right. But should I be taking communion if I know that like I didn't get baptized for the right reason and right. you know so i was always like you know even people knew that i got baptized so they're looking at me right. like yo did you take communion today and i'm mm. like in my heart i'm like it doesn't really matter if i if i if if i don't feel like i should have got baptized why am i taking this communion right. you know um so i was like kind of hesitant of like hmm, i don't know if i'm going to take communion today right. especially knowing that I was just partying the night before, you know, right, I was right. just at a club the <laughs> night before, like, why yeah. am I taking communion now? So it was kind of weird. Um, but over the years, um, I, I still had somewhat of a connection to God and I felt like things like that right. like, in my thoughts were like, kind of like the spirit kind of like talking to me, I yeah. guess you could say in a sense. Um, so, um, that first baptism happened in 2009 mm-hmm. I was 19 years old um, and then it wasn't for another about I would say about 7 years mm-hmm. um, about I think yeah maybe like 7 years later maybe 7 or 8 years later um, I went to a friend's uh, um, bachelor party mm-hmm. and um, when I went to his bachelor party, um, I met um, one of the brothers from the Southern Connecticut Church of Christ, and um, now this is somebody that I went, I was in school with, and he started to go to the studies with me, but then he was just like, "I'm not ready for that." Right, yet. right. And then, um, and and then, yeah. So Jeff Williams, he was a, uh, um, he was my root. He was my was he my roommate at the time? No, he wasn't my roommate yet. But we became roommates later on um, down the line. But when I was studying the Bible, like, he was like, mm, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Like, and he already understood. <laughs> this is not for me right now. <laughs> not at this level. Um, but um, later on, he became a disciple. Like, when I left mm-hmm. uh, Southern, he was still there for another year. He became a disciple. Um, and um, and he was he was sticking with it. Right. So um, when, he, when it came for his bachelor party... Um, obviously he was a disciple, so a bunch of other disciples were there. Right. Um, and I was just being myself. I was just being my encouraging <laughs> self, 
like shouting people out. It was like a sports kind of event. So yeah. I was on a bunch of teams with some newer people that I didn't know. Um, and um, one of the disciples spotted me out and they they were just kind of asking me like, yeah, who is this guy? Like, is he a disciple? Like, why is he encouraging everybody? Right. Like, why is he so like, he seems like he should be or whatever. Um, and um, this brother just started talking to me and um, he got my number um, and then we stayed in contact. Um, and we were in contact, uh, I wouldn't say heavily, but like there would be, there would be times where, um, he would contact me and I would be like, um, I don't really want to talk right now. Mm. Um, but, um, I believe, I feel like God used this person to, um, to bring me back. Right. um, Pretty much. Um, so I started to study with, with this brother um and his brother never he just never gave up on me Mm. it was just like it was just like uh as we were studying i was experiencing my own like right new revelation with with god and and Mm -hmm. the holy spirit because um i would be going through these studies and now i'm probably like what 27 20 yeah 26 27 almost 28 um, and, um, and I'm more mature, you know, I'm right. not 19 years old no more. Right. So like, I, I'm understanding things a lot deeper. Um, and, um, been through some things, been through <laughs> some things you know, um, feeling like God, God still never left me after, right. after going through these studies and, mm-hmm. and understanding like, yo, you're hurting God. Like, yeah. you're not just hurting yourself. Right. And understanding that like, wow, through these six years that I wasn't even involved with the church and doing mm-hmm. what I should have been doing, God was still with me, you know. When I was praying, he was still answering prayers. Now I think back and I'm like, yo, he was answering prayers when I was still in the mud, you know. Mm-hmm. I was still dirty yeah. and he was still, like, holding me down. Right. Um. So, like, I'm starting to study and now I'm starting to apply the scriptures. I'm starting to experience um, different things. And as I'm going back into, like, the worldly stuff, I'm like, yo, I'm sitting back and I'm like, yo what what am i doing here mm. you know i was just at a bible study now i'm doing this and right it, like that was kind of like becoming convicting to me and i'm like yeah i have to choose a side you know mm. i start reading those kind of scriptures where you gotta you gotta choose a side you know right. you can't sit at both tables you know mm-hmm. so i'm like all right i gotta figure something out um i think one thing that like helped me a lot was just engaging in the fellowship mm. you know I think, like I was saying, the first time I got baptized, they were encouraging me to go to these events and go hang out with these people right. in the Southern Connecticut ministry. I don't know if it was a Southern Connecticut ministry already yet, but they were setting me up with right. people to like be around. So this time around, I was just like, all right, I'm studying. Um, I'm studying with this church, so I'm going to go to their events. You mm-hmm. know, I'm going to go to their services. Um, and every time I went to service, I was like, um, why is the preacher like talking directly to me (laughs) i'm like why are these people always talking to me every single time i went and i'm just like all right there was different people talking you Mm -hmm. know there's different people sharing uh contribution messages sharing uh communion messages sharing even sharing like the sermons Mm -hmm. and i was just like every single time i come here they're talking directly to me and then I'm applying what what was shared throughout the week, and I'm like, yo, this can't be a coincidence. Right. Um, so 
when things like that happen, I, I feel like God is obviously right. using that person to get to me, mm-hmm. you know? Um, even with uh, the brother that I met at Jeff's uh, bachelor party, I was just like, yo, God used him to mm-hmm. get me back to 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 where he wanted me to be, you right. know? So um, I'm just listening to the sermons every week, and I'm just, like, reflecting every week. And I'm like, yo, this is, this is crazy. <laughs> so... Um, I was on and off with the brother that I was studying with, mm-hmm. um, but he was still encouraging me to be around. Um, and then I think in 2018, um, we started off fresh. Like the, at the start of that year, we started off fresh and I, I started to journal. I started mm. to write down like how I was feeling every, right. um, every week after every week after every sermon, you know, wow. I would talk, I would write down like how I was feeling, um, and how God was just kind of like moving in my life. Right. Um, and in 2018, that year, um, I, I just, from the beginning of the year, I started to try to take God seriously, you know, Mm. and I started to like, try to cut some things out, um, of like, just of my lifestyle. Right. And then, um, later on in that year, uh, there was some, there was some bottled up sin that I had, um which was kind of like a traumatic experience that I went through in, uh, when I was in, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was hard for me to share that. Um, and I think this was something that was bottled up ever since like the first baptism. Right. You know, I, and obviously when you get in deep and you feel like you have to confess these things, you have to right. share these things to people. I never shared it. Um, even after the first baptism. Right. So I think maybe that might've been something that was causing me to feel sick to my stomach after the first one but um there was some bottled up sin that i was like i can't not share this right if i'm gonna get baptized a second time you know Mm -hmm. because now i'm starting to think about baptism i'm counting the cost and i'm like all right i have to i have to share this right with with people so um i shared with my mom first Mm. then it still took me a little while to share with um, some of the brothers mm-hmm. that I was studying with. Um, and then I, um, I opened up to actually Jeff was probably the next person that I opened up to. And after that, I started opening up to, um, to other people, mm-hmm. um, about it. Um, and then once I did that, I kind of felt comfortable, right. um, with like, all right, um, I, I can start moving a little bit right. forward, uh, more forward. You know, I, I shared with my, with my family as well. Um, and then after that, I was just like, all right, cool. Um, around the time that I started sharing that, um, was, I believe it was going to be the ninth anniversary of my baptism. Oh, wow. My first baptism. Um, so, uh, around that time I was like, all right, if I'm going to get baptized again, maybe let me try to get baptized at the same time, um, mm. uh, on the same day. Right. Um, but then the brother that pulled me aside um from uh jeff's uh, bachelor party he was like um he was encouraging me to just don't worry about the day you know don't, mm. just make sure that you feel right, right you know and don't even because that that could almost be a little bit deceitful mm. you know so he was um he was sharing and encouraging me to like don't focus on the day you know right um, and it ended up being in the same month but it wasn't the same day and i was mm-hmm. like amen as long as I'm in, in right, in right. Grace with God, you know, um, whatever the, the day is, you know. But um, that started to make me think about, like, all right, 
if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. You know, I'm going to do it the, the way that it should be. You right. know, I'm going to make sure that I feel it. Um, and it's from the heart. Um, so, um, so yeah, I, I started to, uh, to engage in, in all of the activities that Southern Connecticut church was doing. Um, and like I said, the sermons were just, were hitting every time. Right. And even after I got done with the studies, it was just like, all right, I still don't think I'm ready, but I'm going to stick around. You know? Right. I'm going to stick around and, and God's using brothers to just share all these things mm-hmm. that are, that I feel like he's just using them to talk to me. Um, and then there was this one sermon, um, it was sometime in May of 2018. Mm-hmm. And, um, I remember the sermon, it was called Mind Blown. Um, and, um. It was funny because when I when I, after the sermon, I went to see one of my friends that passed away mm-hmm. um, in 2014, and um, when I went to his gravesite, um, something happened and I was like, "Yo, mind blown!" Mm-hmm. Um, and he uh, the sermon was kind of just to uh, I, I don't want to paraphrase or say anything like that. Just to summarize it, it was just kind of like how Jesus does some mind-blowing things, you know, mm-hmm. and how God could, could reveal some things that, right. that are, like, mind-blowing. And we're like, yeah, how is this even, right. how is this even happening? Um, but I was at the gravesite, and I was, like, I was just praying, and I, I always go over there, and I just pray to to think about um, where does God want me to be, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I'm going through the situation, like, where I have to make a decision, or I want to make a decision to follow Christ or to... Um, to, to not follow Christ. Right. And I'm like, yo, I'm doing all the steps, like what, like I'm, I'm asking God for a sign kind of thing. And I'm just praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. And then like, I'm sitting, he has like a little bench at his uh, gravesite, and I'm uh-huh. sitting on the bench. And then like, um, I'm just praying. And I guess like, I must've been like, I guess, exhorting a, a peaceful presence because mm. like, there was, like, a few gophers that, like, pulled up to, like, towards my legs. Oh, wow. And, like, I did not see them, and they must have been munching on, like, the the grass uh-huh. that, or the flowers that are at his gravesite. And then when um, I opened my eyes, there was, like, two gophers at my feet, and they just ran away. Oh, like, my gosh. I was like, what is going on? I was like, animals never get that <laughs> close to me. Right. You know, like, animals are, like, I don't know. They don't get close to humans right. like that. But, like, once they felt that I could see them, that's when they, they ran away. So I was just, like, maybe I was so at peace with God as I was praying wow. that these animals just felt super close to me. And then I'm thinking about the sermon, now, I'm like, that's mind-blowing. And, um, <laughs> that's and, cool. And I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. So um, at that point, I was like, yeah, I think I think it's time for me to start getting, get, like, getting closer to God and, and make this decision to get baptized. So that happened, and the next day, it was like animals were starting to speak to me because I oh, was wow. like, "What's going on?" So uh, the little. next day, for real, <laughs> the next day, um, I was getting ready to. I think I was getting ready to go to work, and I'm getting in my car, and then there's like a squirrel. You know, squirrels squirrels never get close to me. Right. So a squirrel just is like pulling up to like towards like my passenger side door in my car, and I'm like. He, like, locks eye contact. I'm like, 
are you gonna move so I could back up? <laughs> and like he starts getting closer to the car, and I'm like, why are you still getting closer to me? Like, uh-huh. I'm, like uh, I'm beeping, and then they finally move, and I'm like, all right. So I don't like I'm just looking at this like God, why are these animals right. getting so close to me? Even the day of my baptism, like I stepped out on the front porch and there's a bird that comes like right by my shoulder. Like I'm like, oh wow, what is going on? And I was taking that as a sign as like maybe God is seeing that I'm so at peace now mm. um, that these animals feel like they feel that presence. Right. I, like animals don't talk, but they I feel like they could yeah sense the presence and they could feel the energy. Um, but, um, yeah, that started happening and I was like, this is mind blowing. Um, and that was just happening consistently. And when things happen consistently or people say things consistently in my mm-hmm. life, then I start to think, all right, like God is trying to talk to me through them. You right. Know? Right. Um, I was just talking to another person and I was uh, letting them know how, um, before I was right before I was going to get baptized or making, as I'm making this decision, um, everybody's telling me about like yo there's something about your spirit that Mm. is like different like you need to be like in the presence of god you know and i'm like all right like okay thanks thanks for the compliment so there's people in the church that's saying it right Mm -hmm. there's family members that's telling me this um and then there's people that are not like not even disciples that are not have nothing to do with god or or wanted have right. anything to do with God and they're telling me this you know and I'm getting this message from multiple wow. locations and I'm like there's something about your spirit Stanley there's something about your spirit that's different and I'm like I'm just trying to be a person out here <laughs> um, but um, as that was happening like all these things are starting to happen and I'm right. just like everything that's happening I'm thinking like God is using this person to tell me this message yeah. God is using these people to, to, to tell me this message and the way that I think I just think about like all of that mm-hmm. at the same time um, so um, I get to the week of my baptism the animals are talking people are telling <laughs> me that I'm spiritual and I'm like um, I think I'm ready mm-hmm. you know, I think I'm ready and then um, it was funny because the night before um, Satan like was Satan was coming after me. Yeah. Yeah, because Satan came after me because um at night um I started to struggle. I started to mm-hmm. struggle at night, you know, just like with my thoughts, just mm-hmm. um dreams and stuff like that. And um I um I called the brother that I was studying with. Um mm. and I was like, "Yo, can we pray?" And then we prayed on the phone. Um and then um and then I and then I went to sleep. I was able to go to sleep and then I woke up. And then I was like, all right, let's do this. But I was I was slightly afraid. Right. You know, kind of nervous. Right. Um, but also, like, more ready. You know, I was mm-hmm. I felt different than I felt the first time. That's good. So I felt like God God has prepared me to, right. to be where I'm at now. You know, and he's um, he, he's put the right people around me mm-hmm. to, to make sure that I feel, like, secure, that I feel like I'm all set. And, um, and I was more mature. You yeah. Know? I was 28 years old now. So this is like nine years later, mm-hmm. um, and and I just felt like I was ready to to do this. You know, um, I had more of a consistent pattern before mm-hmm. even making the decision to be be a disciple. I was already um, consistently reading. Right. You know, I was I, I was praying. I was coming out to fellowship. So it right. was like I was a disciple. Right. But I just never pledged to, right. to go into the water. Right. So um, 
so I made that decision and, and the day of my baptism um, it was awesome you know so um, I felt like I felt like the way everything was happening it just made sense for me to be a disciple you know right it made sense and it kind of like solidified this is where God wants you to be mm. you know? this is what God wants you to be doing and not just for me it was just like an understanding of human beings you know this yeah. is what God wants humans to be doing you know this is the lifestyle that he wants right us to be going by so I'm like I'm all for it you know I'm mm-hmm. all for people you know people love, know that I love people you know? yes I, I, <laughs> I, I know a lot of people and um I just like to encourage everybody yeah so um it was it was hard making that decision just also because of that you know right. I never, never want to be that person that tells somebody like go this way or do this or, yeah but um i do always want to encourage people to be to be better you know to be positive mm-hmm. to be um honest to be righteous you know so it was just like this fits who right. they're supposed to be and it's what it it it, it fits who i was supposed to be but in my mind, it's like this is who everybody's supposed to be. Right. You know, this is who God wants us to be. Um, so, um, yeah. Now That's I'm awesome. a disciple for uh, for three years and it's going pretty good. That's good. <laughs> got a lot of brothers yeah. fighting with me. Got a lot of sisters um, on my back. So, it's it's going good. That's awesome. I think what I. So, I knew a little bit of your story, but I wasn't sure exactly how it all played out which is why I wanted to ask you and it's cool because I feel like with people who grow up in the church like there can be this like un unspoken feeling of pressure right mm-hmm. and it's funny because I feel like so in our church we call them kingdom kids but there's different people everywhere who grow up going to church and I feel like the way that you went about it the second time right like you it was like you kind of came up with a plan like okay we know we didn't do it right the first time. We felt all that pressure. We, you know, I kind of made this decision just like, yeah, this is the decision I'm supposed to make. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to do it, right? Like, this is how it's supposed to go. And I think it's really cool how you pointed out the fact that you're like, no, like, let me this time, let me think about what I'm doing. Let me take that time to read my Bible. Let me pray to God, see what he wants. I feel like there's a peace mm-hmm. in your journey. There's this, um, like, even as you're talking, like, I'm just letting you talk because it's just like (laughs) your story is captivating and even the way that you think through it and you talk through it, it's like I see how you were thinking. I see like each step, like how you were like, okay, that wasn't the right thing to do. This is the right thing to do. Or, okay, I'm not necessarily going to go down that path and I'm going to make sure that I'm making this decision Mm -hmm. for the right reasons. And I think that, um, I think that's cool because I think a lot of, especially the teens in our church will relate to your story. I feel like they have this unspoken pressure that you mm. talked about like this. It's not even necessarily pressure from anybody else, but they know right from wrong. Yeah. And it's interesting because I didn't grow up in the church, so I never had like any real like pressure. It was just kind of like, oh, if I want to do this, great. If I don't, then I just go back and keep doing my regular <laughs> life. Yeah. Like I didn't know any different. And so the, just seeing it through your eyes of like, okay, like you grew up knowing what was right and what was wrong and then having to make that decision and having to decide for yourself if that's something that you want to do, even though you know it's something you quote unquote should do. Mm -hmm. Um, I admire that. I think that's really cool. And I also, I think you're cool, but (laughs) (laughs) I love talking with you. Like you said, you are very encouraging. 
Um, and I think people just love you. And there's, I feel a peace when I'm around you. Like, it's like, I don't feel rushed. Like sometimes I feel like when I'm talking to people, I can feel like, oh, let me just say stuff so that the conversation keeps going. But mm -hmm. when I'm talking to you, I don't feel that way. And I definitely think that that comes from God. So I think you're right about yeah. the animals thing. Yeah. I think that there is a piece about you that God utilizes to help people to feel comfortable around you, which goes in hand with your encouraging personality. Um, so I'm excited to see how God's going to continue using you because I feel like you've already done a lot of amazing things. Thank you. Thank you. But wow. yeah, so I just wanted to have you on. So thank you so much for sharing your story. No problem. Thank you guys for having me. <laughs> and thank God for grabbing me. Yes. And bringing me back. You know? Yeah. And for him using all of the, the people, mm -hmm. um, the animals, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the energy. To, to reel me back in, you right. know, God does some mind blowing things. Shout out to the person who um, who, had, <laughs> who had that sermon, um, definitely. Awesome. Uh, That's awesome. Love you guys. God bless. <laughs> God. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Tell Your Story segment of the SoCon Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please click the link in the description box to follow us on social media so that you can stay up to date on what's happening with the Southern Connecticut Church of Christ. Have a good one, and don't forget to tune in next week for the next episode of the Tell Your Story segment of the SoCon Podcast.